0: What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back inside the Centurial Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones, and coming up on today's episode, the Broncos held their second padded practice. We'll look at some of the top highlights from today, and we'll hear from head coach Sean Payton and several players. All that and more coming up. Today marked day six of training camp, the Broncos had another padded practice, their second of training camp so far. And we heard from head coach Sean Payton again today, and he discussed Russell Wilson and the work that he's put in the first week of camp.
1: Obviously, he's moving around well. His weight's down. He's in real good shape. He's working really hard. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of nuances still we're working through. You know, there's some good things in the running game today. Um, each day, you know, you kind of look at the film and you start again with the corrections. But I've been pleased with his progress and where he's at, uh, really dating back to the off season and, and to where we are now into our first full week.
0: And On the other side of the ball, Sean Payton talked about the secondary and what his impressions are of that group.
1: Listen, you know, when I watch them, the first thing you see is they have ball skills. They're smart and um, they're experienced. You see the communication, you know, so. It, it's hard to find completions in some of these drills. They do a really good job of it. Um, and they force you and some of their seven-and-a-half-man fronts to be patient and run the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, it's look,
2: they're, they're a challenge.
0: Safety Cream Jackson added to that by discussing the work the secondary has put in so far at this camp.
2: It's all about getting our work in, executing you know, um, the calls, and obviously learning each other, You know, uh, learning to trust each other, I mean, obviously, we got a lot of experience playing together. Uh, a large majority of us together was together last year, so we got some new faces. But other than that, it's just all about us uh, executing and, and learning to trust each other.
0: With this being Kareem Jackson's 14th training camp in the league, he discussed how he approaches it at this point in his career.
2: I come in and I go about my work the same way. You know, um, I get my work done. Uh, I execute whatever calls i I'm in. Um, and at the end of the day, I can't control the situation or the position that I'm in. I can only control what I do about it and, you know, that's come in and, and be the same guy, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, as long as I'm coming in and, and doing what I'm supposed to do, uh, I just have to let the chips fall where they may.
0: Plus, tackle Garrett Bowles also spoke to the media and he was asked why camp feels so different this year.
2: A coach that's um, that has our back, um, a coach that loves us, a coach that um, wants what's best for each and every single person, understands that everybody's different. Um, and everybody has different aspects of the game, you know, people fast, big, strong, um, and then he takes everybody, all 11 guys on the offense, and he puts us in positions to win. Um, you know, Coach Payton's been doing it for so many years. You know, you've seen his record. You've seen what he does, and so um, it's just uh, it's just a great time to be a Bronco, to have a coach that loves and cares for each and every person.
0: Last but not least, head coach Sean Payton gave an update on wide receiver Tim Patrick.
2: Yes,
1: he, he's got an Achilles tear. Um, spoke to him last night you know of course he's disappointed um you know my understanding was a year ago almost to the day i think the hard thing and i said it yesterday is for a player that's spent most of his offseason rehabbing then all of a sudden to hit another roadblock um he sounded better last night he's tough minded um he's a real good leader and uh the good news is uh, it's it's a clean injury and that uh, is a you know better than likely 100% recovery it's it's pretty clean relative to the type of surgery he's going to have
0: now joining me here inside the broncos podcast studio per usual is broncos lead writer eric delala eric another good day of practice today second padded practice of training camp want to start with the offense today eric or just some of the biggest highlights top highlights of the day
3: yeah, um, well, there was a big pass from Ben DiNucci mm-hmm. to Montrell, Washington, down the field. Longest yep. play of training camp, so that that stood out, obviously. Um, and then late in practice, Russell Wilson found Cortland Sutton down the sideline. Uh, Pat Sertan and Justin Simmons were right there, but Cortland went up and made a nice play. Yep. Uh, th- those were probably the highlights. You know, Sean Payton mentioned there were some good things that the team did in the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, At a vi- variety of moments, there were times when that offensive line looked good from a pass protection standpoint. But listen, you know, it goes both ways. The defense had its share of moments, too. Um, and this is definitely an offense still figuring it out. Um, some third down stuff uh, on this. What, what's today? Said so Tuesday on this Tuesday, Tuesday, they did a lot of yeah, third down Tuesday. stuff. Going to move into the red zone soon. Right. Um,
0: starting tomorrow, Coach starting, said.
3: Yep, exactly. Um, but, yeah, you know, I thought the offense is, is, is making strides. We heard Sean Payton talk about Russell Wilson and say that he likes where he is. I mean, it could always be better. Um, and I think you're still seeing the defense kind of quote unquote win these days, um, but some moments to be encouraged by from an offensive standpoint.
0: Greg Dulcich had that nice one-handed catch. That yeah, was definitely beautiful. And coach also talked about the secondary, Eric, you know, he was asked about it in his press conference and he said he's been pretty impressed with them in that group.
3: Yeah. They've been all over the place, especially yeah. Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons, yeah, um, He stood out again today. I think back-to-back days now with an interception, mm-hmm. um, three c- interceptions over the course of training camp, camp for justin yeah. uh he's been active even by his standards you know we're right. used to justin flying around out there making plays but it seems like he's found even another gear and i'll be interested to see if that translates to the regular season is there something about this vance joseph defense that right. really fits justin simmons and gives him a chance at this stage in his career to make plays um today's might have been the best of the bunch he read her out the whole way uh, jumped it probably would have been a pick six in a game um, and I believe Justin has just one of those in his career. In his career. So I'm sure he'd love to uh, to add to that tally. Uh, sure. He's making plays out there. The rest of the secondary looks good as well. It, mm-hmm. It's a good group between Pat Sertan, Damari Mathis, um, you know, Riley Moss wasn't out there today, but he's obviously taking steps. Jaquan McMillan, mm-hmm. he's been good. So, a lot of uh, a lot of good corners. And then, of course, at safety, we know the talent that's there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, encouraged by that group again. I think Kareem Jackson said, was asked, hey, do you guys as a secondary need to take it easy on the offense? He okay. said, no, we're just no. we're getting our work in.
0: Yeah. Well, Eric, we saw some nine-on-seven drills as well today. And, you know, head coach Sean Payne, he kind of talked about that after practice and said that that's something he's really comfortable with and has done – many many years in training camp
3: yeah it was a good opportunity for these guys so it was run game based Mm -hmm. because you had the wide receivers and corners um you know working on one-on-ones on on the other field and the quarterbacks were kind of rotating looked like the safeties kind of stayed uh, with the run game group. Mm-hmm. There's the nine on seven. Um, but, you know, this was a scenario where offensive line against defensive line, fullback against linebacker, and just had a chance to go and, and see who wanted it more. And, right. and I thought the first team defense had a nice, uh, nice period there. Mm-hmm. Maybe the reserve offensive line got the better of the reserve defense. Um, but certainly that's kind of where you see some of the physicality start to come out. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. If they keep doing that, how much of it? Do they do regular seven-on-seven seven at times with a passing right. tree? It does seem like, while the the general structure of practice is the same each day, there's these little changes here and there, which one lets you get different types of work in, but I'm sure if you're a player – also keeps it fresh because you're not doing the same thing day after day after day. So Definitely. I enjoyed watching those periods. Sat, yeah, sat there and uh, and you know watched who got the best of who. That's kind of the the mano a mano. It's mm-hmm. not quite an Oklahoma drill, Sid, but it's uh, about as close as we're gonna get.
0: That's not something we've seen here in the past several years, right?
3: No, not uh, not to that extent in terms of right. the level of physicality. And, and there are a couple of plays later where guys took uh, you know other players to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't extensive or anything like that, right. but the physicality is definitely at a much higher level than it's been. Yeah.
0: We love to see it. Erica position battle that, you know, fans might not be aware of is between kickers, Elliot Fry and Brett Maher. What have you seen from them? And I know we talked to them after uh, practice today, kind of what were your takeaways from those scrums?
3: Yeah. It seems like it's been pretty even so yeah. far. Um, and yeah, even I'm, even if you're aware of the, the battle, which I'm sure that some people are, you're, you know, it's not something you're monitoring every day necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, uh, a niche position, position battle, if you For will. Sure. Um, One, it's between these two guys, but as Sean Payton has made it clear whenever he's been asked about it, it's also all the other kickers who are available out there because in New Orleans, there was a kicking competition, went through the whole training camp preseason. Then they signed somebody off the street. So um, just because these two guys are competing right Mm -hmm. now, they've got to be aware that they're competing against everybody. You've got a guy in Elliot Fry who's kind of bounced around a couple of different places. He's looking for that chance to become the full-time guy. Mm -hmm. I like his attitude Uh, he's, he kind of said, Hey, I'm aware of this competition and we're, you know, we're not necessarily helping each other too much. It's not necessarily from a competitive standpoint, but more he's got his routine. Um, Brett's got his routine and, and they're going to kind of stay and, and worry about those things themselves. Mm -hmm. And he acknowledged that, Hey, I know when he makes a kick or misses a kick. And I, I'm sure he knows when I make or miss a kick. So uh, Elliot Fry is a guy that's been here obviously since Brandon McManus, uh, was let go, maher comes in a little bit later right. you know just at the start of training camp mm-hmm. and he's a guy said so that i think is maybe a little bit more of the intriguing case just because he was really good last year yeah i, mean, I believe he holds the record for the most career 60 plus yard field goals oh, wow. so he's got a leg mm-hmm. um last year top 10 in field goal percentage uh, just a good kicker and a few of those misses came from like 59 yards so he has the ability to kick from that far they're yeah. not afraid to to let him try that but that kind of uh, hurt his percentage a little bit so if it were just that you'd be like wow this guy's really good he's probably the clear-cut favorite mm-hmm. but then there's the postseason game last year where he missed I think yeah. four extra points um in a row and then I right. believe there's another one the next week and he you know to his credit when he was asked about it it'd be easy yeah. I think to just say oh I'm not, I've moved past that blah blah blah
0: don't want to talk about he it he said
3: yeah. it was mental it was physical, and technique based. Uh, he said he spent a lot of his off season working on how to correct those issues and make sure it doesn't happen again. Well, and of talked about how, you know, when you're a kicker, you develop these scars and mm-hmm. this is one of those scars that he, uh, you know, you want to use it to help push you forward as opposed to being something that's a, a detriment long-term. But yeah. I, I respected how he talked about that and how he didn't run away from it. And he said, yeah, I did use that to fuel me this off season. And so it'll be interesting to see how these guys, uh, you know, compete over the course of training camp in the preseason. Brett's definitely the more proven guy, but when it's a kicking competition, as Elliot Fry said, uh, it's pretty easy to see who's winning and who's losing. So, um, you know, no guarantees in terms of who's going to be that guy.
0: We'll be on the lookout for that. Eric, last but not least, was there anyone we haven't talked about yet or over the course of this past week, that's kind of stood out to you at camp?
3: Yeah. We didn't talk about Zach Allen today and he was all over the place. Um, whether it's batting a pass down, whether it's mm-hmm. breaking through for a potential sack. I mean, this guy's motor is relentless. And we, we talked a lot when he was signed to think about his right. run-stopping ability mm-hmm. and how that would be a big deal. But he's shown the ability so far to get into the backfield on passing plays. Um, I think five and a half sacks last year, career high. I'm an ascending player, Sid, as we know. But he seems poised for a breakout. I mean, this is a guy that is playing really well, has a great attitude in terms of uh, you know, a guy you want up there getting after the quarterback, that effort, that intensity. Uh, and he was a problem for the offensive line on Tuesday. So I, I enjoyed watching him, and we uh, will keep my eye on him moving forward.
0: We love to see it. Eric, appreciate you joining the show today and for your thoughts.
3: You got it. Said so I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Plus, both kicker Brett Maher and kicker Elliot Fry discuss their competition and how they're approaching it.
3: Glad to be here. I'm really excited for the opportunity. Thanks, um, obviously, I've, I know um, Coach Payton just a little bit, um, and I've ran in uh, with Coach Kotwika uh, in and out of my career. So um, I'm,
2: I'm happy to to be back with them um, and then uh, getting to know Coach Westhoff and Coach Banjo also and uh, the rest of the guys in the organization.
0: I think we're both uh, kicking really good right now. And, um you know taking it day by day I think you know it's a long competition you know we're only in uh, week one so um, I think we're both just putting our head down and trying to make kicks. Well that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now Broncos Country. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow as the team has another padded practice. See you all then.